Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, my friends. So today is 22 days until I will be lying on a tropical island. And I tell you this because it is so cold here in New Zealand today that I've got my heater on full and I have a fluffy blanket wrapped around me as we record this podcast. (laughs) So I hope you are warm and dry wherever you are. And if not, perhaps you too might have a tropical getaway to look forward to. Anyway, that's not what we're here for today. Today we are here for talking about the flavors of confidence. So confidence comes in many flavors. Some of the flavors that I love and that you may relate to as well include courage, commitment, determination, feeling capable, feeling motivated, feeling certain. And another one that I really love is the willingness and I use that as a feeling when I feel willing. So those are all different flavors of confidence. Just like Coca-Cola comes in a bunch of different flavors. So cherry cola, vanilla cola, or as I learned recently, Kit Kats. (laughs) Did you know that Kit Kats come in green tea flavored Kit Kat? What? (laughs) And it's green. (laughs) Just so you know, you may already know, I only recently learned this, but apparently Kit Kats come in a huge variety of flavors, not just white chocolate, dark chocolate, milk chocolate, but a whole bunch of different flavors. Who knew? (laughs) So confidence comes in flavors as well. And confidence is a superpower. So harnessing it creates more of what we want in our lives. The more confidence we have, the more money we make, the more impact we have, the more we do with our lives. Confidence is attractive. It creates trust and it demonstrates certainty. So let me give you an example. If you were to go to the doctor and let's say you needed surgery and you're having a conversation with the surgeon, you want your surgeon to be confident to demonstrate that they are certain in the procedure, right? Whether they talk about having done it before and the success rates of the procedure and, you know, they talk about all of the, you know, doctors always use like fancy words that you don't even know what they mean and you automatically trust them because you're like, well, they're using all these different terminology, all of these fancy words. I think they know what they're talking about, (laughs) Right. But you see what I mean when you go to a surgeon, you want them to be saying, hey, look, you know, I've done this procedure plenty of times before. It's going to go really well. I know it's going to be fine. Now, of course, I can't make any guarantees that we're going to get the outcome you want. However, we've got the best possible team working on it and let's go. I've got this right. Like you want your surgeon to be confident in their ability to to perform the procedure. Right. You don't want somebody who is like, you know, like hopefully it goes well and, you know, maybe maybe we'll figure it out. And, look, you know, we're just going to get in there and poke around and see what we find. I mean, you know, sometimes it goes okay, Sometimes it doesn't. You know, I'm not really that sure. Like, 
you know, we, we should be fine. Like that does not demonstrate trust or certainty or, you know, the ability to put your confidence in that person and their skills. Now, when I think about like a surgeon, some of the flavors of confidence that they might also use might be courage. Like if they're performing life-threatening surgery, they don't know for sure that it is going to, you know, create the outcome they want, which is to save the patient's life. They don't know that for sure. So Yes, they can be certain in their ability to do their best and they have the knowledge and the tools and the skills required. And it's also a risk. It's also scary. It's also unknown and that requires courage. Okay, so that's where the different flavors of confidence come in. And here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying you can't succeed and operate from a place of self-doubt or feeling afraid, or feeling nervous. Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. I do this all the time. My friends, I feel afraid all the time. I feel a lot of self-doubt, and I sure as hell experience feeling nervous frequently, right? So I just add different flavors to my doubt, or my nerves, or my fear. I just add flavor. So I want you to imagine a big, tall glass of water and that water represents self-doubt. Then take a single drop of red food coloring and drop it in the water. That single drop changes the entire experience of drinking that water. And that single drop, my friends, is all we need. Right, a drop of our chosen flavor of confidence. So I am getting ready to present at two networking events this week. And I'm feeling nervous. I've had a little bit of self-doubt come out as well. So my self-doubt is around, you know, specifically the content that I am going to deliver and whether or not it's going to be really well received to the audience because this isn't an audience that I have met with before. I don't know them that well. I know a couple of people in the in the community. So I've got a little bit of doubt around whether or not my content is going to be the right content and well received. Okay. And I'm also nervous. So yes, I do speak in public sometimes and I go to Toastmasters and I work on this and I still get nervous. I still get nervous presenting in front of a group. I still get nervous speaking in public. So I've got some self-doubt. I've got some nerves going on. And at the same time, I'm also feeling really confident. I'm feeling confident in my material. And I'm feeling really certain in my tools. So it's like a, a flavor of the two, confident and certain kind of mixed together. And I'm feeling that way because I know this stuff really well. I coach my clients on it every single day. I use these tools every single day. I eat, sleep and breathe this stuff. I could, I can do it without notes. Like I can freestyle this. I can, I know it so well that I, I have confidence and certainty, right? So those are two of the flavors that I'm going in with. And another one is courage, I'm going in with courage and I often have this when I feel nervous and courage for me is like, yes, I'm acknowledging that I feel nervous and I feel a little bit afraid and I can't like control the outcome and I'm going to do it anyway, right? 
So those are some of the flavors I'm going in with confidence, I'm going in with certainty, and I'm going in with courage at the same time. I had a similar experience actually when I was dating. So I have told you guys about my dating experience many times, and you'll probably hear about it many more because it's great to talk about and share examples of. But when I was coming to the dating process and I had been single for so long, I hadn't been on dates and I was really afraid. Like I was terrified. I was, I had a lot of anxiety. I had a lot of nerves. It was so far outside of my comfort zone that I didn't just feel afraid. I actually felt terrified. Like I was worried about like, you know, meeting somebody in person and what you were going to say and, you know, how the conversation was going to go and how it was going to end. And I was afraid of rejection, all of these things. So what I mainly used when it came to that dating experience was courage and willingness. So for me, like willingness is a feeling that I experience. It's like I am willing to give this a go. Like I am willing to show up. I am willing to say yes. I am willing to see what happens, right? Willingness can also be an action, right? But for me, it really is a feeling. And so is like, so was courage. That was the other one that I really tapped into is like, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know what's going to happen on the day. I don't know that I'm not going to get rejected, but I'm willing to show up and be courageous in that. I'm going to go along and find out. And me taking this action is going to help me get closer to the outcome I'm looking for, which is to share my life with someone. So Again, flavors of confidence that I used during the dating process were courage and willingness. Okay, so I want you to think about like, what are your favorite flavors of confidence and what flavors might help you to get what you want? So, for example, if you want to start your own business or maybe ask for a promotion or Maybe you want to start dating like I did. Maybe you've been single for a while and you want to start dating or you want to lose weight or you want to achieve another goal that you have. You want to write a book, whatever it is. What flavor of confidence might help you to get what you want right now? So let's go back to the business example. If you're going to start your own business, you might choose the flavor of courage Courage to do hard things, to do new things, to do challenging things. Courage to learn, to figure out as you go. And also commitment, right? Commitment is a wonderful flavor, right? The commitment to help people, the commitment to make a difference in the world, the commitment to bring your vision to life. So now... With courage and commitment, you are fueling yourself with flavors of confidence that are going to create what you want, that are going to move you forward, okay? So remembering, my friends, that how we feel determines the actions we take, okay? So remember the model, what we think determines how we feel and how we feel determines the actions we take or don't take. So what we do, okay, our feelings drive all of our actions. So if we feel scared, we might hide, right? Many of us do. When we feel scared, we hide, (laughs) right? But if we are to feel courageous, 
we will get up. We will go out. We will take action. We will work towards what it is that we want, even though we're scared. Right. So if you think about this back in, you know, cavewoman, caveman days, when we were scared, we would probably hide in the cave. When we were being courageous, we would leave the cave. Okay. So courage is one of my all time favorite emotions. And I would say it is one that I use very frequently. Right. So courage to me really acknowledges that I'm scared that I don't have all the answers, that I don't know exactly how it will turn out, but I'm brave enough to get out there and do it anyway. I think that courage is one of the most badass emotions that we can ever use. Like it is the definition of badass to be courageous. Like courage means that we're leaving our comfort zones, right? And that looks different for all of us right? Putting courage on is not a one size fits all thing. It's different to each of us. It's unique to each of us, right? What we use it for. So every time we are courageous, we automatically grow ourselves and our self-concept, right? And when I say our our self-concept, we change the way we think about ourselves and what we're capable of. So when we use courage and we leave our comfort zone, we become a person who does hard things. We become a person who does something that they haven't done before. We become a person who is willing to leave our comfort zone to to do new things, right? And before we know it, that changes the way that we think and therefore feel about ourselves in such a powerful way, right? It uplevels our self-concept. So, One other thing that I wanted to say is when you think about all these different flavors of confidence that you use on a regular basis and you're already using them, that's the beauty of this. You're already using these on your, in your day-to-day life. Isn't that amazing? Like maybe you're even more confident than you realize because you are using so many different flavors of confidence on a regular basis. Isn't that so cool to think about? Now, I want to speak to the person who's like, yeah, it's easy to say that I just need that little 1% drop in the water to change things, but then I still feel so afraid or I feel so nervous, right? Yeah. And guess what, my friend? You can feel two emotions at the same time. (gasps) What? Simply by believing two different thoughts at the same time. So you can feel afraid and committed or you can feel nervous and courageous at the same time. Right? Like I've been telling you, that's what I feel all the time. I feel nervous and courageous. Right? And going into this networking event that I'm speaking at, I'm feeling, what am I feeling? I'm feeling self-doubt and I'm feeling certain. Isn't that crazy? Like they're two opposite emotions and I can feel them both at the same time. Like I'm so certain in my tools and what I teach and what I know and my knowledge and how I can help people. And I'm also not sure if it's the exact right message for this audience, right? I'm going to go find out. (laughs) So here is how I like to think about shifting between them. If you're this person who's like, yeah, but I'm not really sure that that 1% drop in the water is going to be enough to change me. Here's how I like to think about it. If you want to stop thinking about an elephant, describe a lion. 
Okay, so make your brain think about something else. Make it think about the reason why you're doing this in the first place. Make it think about the outcome that you are working towards, the outcome that you want, the vision that you have in your mind. Make it think about how this is progress, no matter how it turns out. Like that is the most beautiful thing about courage, I think, is that regardless of the outcome, it is still progress. And we always want to make progress. Right? Even if we don't get what we want, we don't get the end result we were looking for, we still made progress because we left our comfort zone. We did something hard. Right? So your brain might want to keep going back to the elephant. You just keep describing the lion. Right? That is literally how we change our thoughts. Right? When your brain wants to think about the elephant, describe the lion. Okay? It gets to be that easy. So think about something in your life that was hard, something that was outside of your comfort zone. And what flavors of confidence did you lean on? So when I think about solo travel, when I first started traveling solo, that was hard. That was uncomfortable. That was scary. It was a lot of different things. And I really relied on courage, on, you know, being committed to traveling and seeing the world. And being certain of myself in that I would figure it out no matter what. And I think that that certainty really did develop and evolve over time. But I just had the belief like, I'm just going to figure this out as I go. Right? That was really how I had my own back. So it, I think it's really useful just to spend some time thinking about like, where have you used these different flavors of confidence before? Right? Where have you done something hard, something new, something scary? Maybe it was solo travel for you. Right? Maybe it was starting your own business or changing careers. Right? What are the flavors of confidence that you leaned on? Look at all that evidence you have. So cool. And what is something that you've been putting off? What is something that you'd like to do or accomplish? And what flavors of confidence will help you to get it done, right? And then look at all of that bank of evidence you have that you've used all those different flavors before and that you can do it again, right? My friend, you are more powerful than you realize. You have everything you need. Go out there this week and kick some ass and play with all of these different flavors of confidence, and have fun with it. Huge love, my friends. Take care. I'll see you soon. Hey, I want to personally invite you to sign up for a free consultation call where we take everything you have learned here on the podcast and we apply it to your life. This is the work that will change everything. Sign up at xenajones.com slash consult. And I'll see you there.